Continuing the Shulchan Aruch, we are up to Simon Kuf Nun Aleph, and we are holding in Siv Vav. Shulchan Aruch here says, Mutlali Kani Sebe Seknesis, B'makloi, Uva Tarmiloi, Uva Afun Dasa, a person is allowed to go into Shul with these things, which in the parentheses explains, Pirish, Mine Kisim, these types of wallets and knapsacks, those types of things. Targum, Uva Yalkut, Uva Tarmiloi, based on that. So it's Mutter. Now, interestingly, if you look at the Mishnais at the end of Mizachtus Brachas, it sounds like you cannot go up to higher bias with your money belt. You can't wear your shoes either. So how do we understand that in light of the fact that we're trying to make our base <clears throat> like a mikdash ma'at? So Rav Shechter, I believe it's in a safer big fiat sign, Rav Shechter from Wayu, he quotes from his Rebbe of Salvechik that the difference between a base haknesses and a base midrash, uh, sorry, a base haknesses and a base midrash, that the base midrash was Hashem inviting us to his house. And a base haknesses is we are inviting Hashem to our home. So it's a different... Uh, way of a different angle, and therefore we have some differences in halacha, and he has a very nice uh, piece in his sefer on this concept. Either way, we will continue the Shulchan Aruch. In Siv Vav, the Shulchan Aruch continues, One is not allowed to enter a shul with a long knife, or with his head uncovered. What's wrong with a sack and aruch, a long sword? Shul, which is, which is a uh, d- designed for davening, it extends a person's life. Tefila is ma'areches yom shel adam. Va'asakin and a knife, mekatzer leilin is mekatzer yimei adam, shortens a person's life. So therefore, one cannot bring a knife into shul. It's only a yesh oisrim, but either way, that's how we paskin. The Rabbi Yosef has a tshuva, and other person talk about carrying a gun in shul. And the it should be also based on this halacha. However, if you look at the Ali Rabba, it's quoting quoted by the Mishabur says Shadate, only if it's exposed, if it's covered, and Abavad Yosef says you're wearing a jacket or a talus on top of your gun, so that would be and that would be the way to carry it in shul. I'm regarding yamakas and hats in shul. Siv Zayin on the Shochanach, Yachalarik Bay. Allah is your lad to spit in a shul. There should be a hole in there, or you should rub your legs and feet on top of it. Now, the truth is, today we do not pass like this because it's not proper to spit in a, uh, in, a, in, a, in a shul because we don't spit typically in our own homes. No one spits, you know, on the floor. That's not how we uh, act. And therefore, it will be usher for a person to spit in shul. What do the Chabadniks do? So it is normal for them to spit during Elenu. So it shouldn't be an issue in their own synagogues to do it in a otherwise non-Chabad shul. So it depends if people understand it and they understand this is their minog and this is their Messiah and that's where they're doing it, so no problem. But if, if uh, it ends up being disgusting in people's eyes, I think they would have to be sensitive to that and try to do it in a very discreet way. Mr. Brewer, Sivkat and she must be careful not to spit in front of your friend if he gets disgusted by it. He did not spit. He can do that. It's a question of plowing on Shabbos. Just put your foot on top of it until it is no longer there. Something to cover the spit with. A person should remove the mud from his shoes. Make sure your clothing are clean when you come to shul. 
We have the minhag to treat them with respect. Clean them. You have the cleaning crew coming in. Putting water on the ground. And we light candles as well. It should be lit before people come to shul. If this place has a minion, the shina comes first. So you want the candles to be lit, the kavach shina, before people start coming in. To have a near tamid, and that is the practice in many shuls. Sif yod, even after the the shul was destroyed, it still has kedusha. We have to treat it with proper respect. However, you don't have to clean it. If grass grows, so you could mow the lawn, but you leave the grass in its place. You want people to have agmas nefesh. People should feel bad and they should rebuild and feel bad enough to start rebuilding this shul. Even when it's shimoisi, it's still called miktashechem. We'll see regarding it tonight. You remove the grass. Don't remove it from the property. You could cut it, but then leave it where it is. Let's say they... they uh, took down one shul and they're going to build it or relocate it into another place. So there's no longer a reason to, you know, encourage people to rebuild. They already rebuilt it somewhere else. So you don't have this din. You still have this halacha, not to be mezalzal in the structure. If there's a place where you're allowed to sell it, we'll see the halacha of selling a shul in Simon Kofun Gimel. Yim Karu, they could simply just sell the property and they don't have to have to deal with these uh, these halachos.